Ooh, uh, welcome to a bonus episode of Where in the World is Crime in San Diego. We are your hosts, Adrian and Angie. Hola. Hola. I was like waiting for you to drop something. Are you going to oh. say anything or what? Uh, so yeah, this is the we're, this is like a little bit like of a Q&A and also like giving you guys an update of our previous cases. Uh, so you guys can kind of get to know us a little more better. And uh, it's been great. Some of these uh, questions that were sent in were pretty amazing. So uh, we're not going to give out names. I'm going to keep it anonymous. Um, just like a, Partially because we don't know everybody's names, their Instagram handles. but that's Yeah. It. And I'm not going to want to do like underscore this and that. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to just keep it anonymous. Okay. Like if it was like Bobby uh, Valentino. So, uh yeah, <laughs> I'm glad that I don't know who that is. Um, it's, it's been amazing, you know. It's been a we started this back in August, and we're in November now, so it's a good three solid months, and uh, it's been pretty cool to see this podcast of ours just grow, and uh, you know, sending it out to my friends and family on the weekly. Like, hey, do you guys listen? Listen in, listen in. I'm out on the streets and. Uh, you know, just kind of nitpicking, making little small talk with strangers out there. We're working on new projects, guys. We're trying to grow as fast as we can with our little, little legs or mics. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's really it's, exciting, though. It's been great. Um, I love it. And uh, hearing the feedback from you guys uh, is greatly appreciated. And every time that you, you know, share it to your friends or you comment or like us or share us, we always see it and we always love to give you the appreciation notification of uh, of a dm or just in person over text or phone call is like hey thank you so much i, I really appreciate it because that's how we grow we really do open them together and like geek out and like response whether it's a friend or family or complete stranger we get just as excited yeah we do and and uh it's it's cool to see where people are listening from around the world and not just in the u.s but also like in south america mexico uh england england europe uh where else have we got we got some over down in oceana which is like australia new zealand and canada so, yeah so uh i can't keep track guys but when that map <laughs> lights up you guys have no idea the excitement we feel on this side from oh, yeah. thinking that we weren't going to make it past episode one to seeing us three months later and yeah. still planning episode, ahead for the next episode 14 and yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's it's great so let's hop right into it are you ready angie Ready. So these are some of the questions that we got. Uh, biggest fear after discovering cases? Well, I think for me, it, it's it's a little bit of an eye opener because you realize, hey, like, for instance, with our first episode, the Gringo Hunters, how there actually was that liaison group that would actually catch people that committed crimes in the U.S. and they would just run south of the border to get away from whatever crime they committed, but Little to them knowing that there actually is someone that's going to be bringing them back for justice. That was pretty cool. Uh, and so, say for instance, if I were to commit murder on you, Angie, and I would go to Mexico, I mean, hey, that would bring me back somehow, right? I mean, do you really think you would get away with it, though? It's hard now. <laughs> it really is hard nowadays if you really think about it. Like The perfect crime is hard to commit. It, it is. I but, think as far as biggest fear for me is always like, being in the dark or being alone like when i get out of a grocery store or getting out of the gym like i'm still very careful of my surroundings i still walk to my car with a friend 
and I wait till they get to their car and then I take off like once I know we both have our cars on. So I just try to be more aware of my surroundings no matter where I am, especially if I'm alone with the kids because Adrian's not always with us. Mm-hmm. So anything that means dark and less people around, I'm very high alert. Yeah, that's a really good one. I like that one. That's really good. Uh, next question. Uh, biggest lesson after cases. I think more importantly, uh, go with your gut feeling more often than not. You know, going to a tough pill to swallow with Susan Eubanks and, you know, having some people, they would see that the kids were, you know, in the in the car at the bar and they, they didn't even bat an eye for it. Like, see something, say something. Yeah. As silly as it sounds, it honestly saves lives. Yeah, and it's like one of those things that it's it's better to have said something than to not have said anything at all. You know, better safe than sorry is literally what I quote to the kids all mm-hmm. the time. Next question: How did we meet? <laughs> you re- you ready for this? Uh, the millennial way. Yeah. So, uh, just for everyone to know, I am you know separated, divorced, divorcing because it's all being finalized. <laughs> <laughs> Fun facts. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's been a couple years. And after I separated, I got myself into the online dating apps. I was on Hinge. I was on Bumble, Tinder for a while. Um, and Dang, did you miss any? Yeah. There was, <laughs> what, what was it? The one, uh, Plenty of Fish. What's that one that all the Hispanics use? Chispa. Chispa. Oh, no, 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 no. I am Mexican, but I am not going that. So to keep the romance story short, we both swiped right on Bumble. Yeah. And here we are almost two years later. Tell and tale. ironically, and it was funny because uh, real quick, um, it was Christmas Eve that we uh, matched together. It was 2020 Christmas Eve that we matched together. And we started talking and she's all like, oh, tomorrow's Christmas. Like, what what is what's Santa going to bring for you? I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I have the morning with the kids and then they're going to go in the afternoon with their mom. And also you have the day to yourself. I was like, yeah, so I'm probably going to go paddle boarding. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's the most Southern California thing to do to go paddle boarding on Christmas Day. I'm still not going paddle boarding on Christmas Day. <laughs> and that's what I did. That's what I did. <laughs> And then we we exchanged uh, social media a little bit, and then it was Christmas Day, and I sent her a selfie of me out in the water in the Carlsbad Lagoon, and she's like, "Oh wow, you weren't kidding. Yeah, you were not." <laughs> and kidding. then a week and a half later, we we uh, we met up in person, and uh, rest is history. Our first FaceTime was on New Year's, and then yeah, from there the a couple like later that week that was our first date, so that's how we met. All right, moving on. Next question. Goals for the podcast. My goal for this podcast really is to make it aware to a lot of the citizens here in San Diego uh, about these cases that have been forgotten. You know, I think a lot of the, the ones that we've covered so far have been overseen or either people do remember hearing about it, that they, but they don't know the full detail of us explaining to it to them. And I think it's been great. Yeah. You know, and also having even some of the more, <clears throat> excuse me, older crowd tell us like the these cases like the uh, the Herbert 
and the Tory Pines cases, like some of those were like, wow, like I had no idea that even happened. Oh, Henry Hubbard. Yeah. There we go. No. Well, yeah. So I think if- my goals for the podcast would be to eventually be able to start a nonprofit for cold cases in San Diego. Because I know a lot of other cities that have their own or like bigger organizations that donate to sponsor these searches. But I don't know if any are actually, as far as my research, there's none that centralize in San Diego and that focus on San Diego cases. No, I don't think so either. I mean, there's there's kind of similar to like stolen our episode of Stolen Innocence where there was the human trafficking. Yeah. There's a bunch of those. So it's there's kinda, task forces for bigger things like that for current, yeah. but actual cold cases because no. they're so far in the past and there's not enough resources. A lot of times they get forgotten, which is why I like to cover them here. Because we are keeping those stories alive and keeping those conversations going. Even if they're not in the public media, we kind of give them a little bit of spotlight. And as small as we are, I still hope that it helps somebody either feel better that their loved one's not forgotten or help to keep the conversation going. No, definitely. And the book that I picked up from Nordstrom's. Or not Nordstrom's. Nordstrom's. Barnes sorry. and Noble. Barnes and Noble. Why did I get those confused? All right. Anyways, Barnes and Noble's. The, the book that I picked up from Barnes and Noble's. It is a lot of San Diego-based cold cases. So be on the lookout for a lot of those coming up for our future episodes. Next question. How do you detach from podcasting? Um, I actually get this one a lot in like day-to-day life. Do you? From like coworkers or so friends. How do, you, or... how do you detach? I watch a lot of trash TV in between <sighs> to like reset. So like, no, I, I guess like reality TV would be the correct term, not trash TV. But I call it trash TV. So like Love is Blind, 90 Day Fiance. Um, uh, well, just yeah. anything like that, like Kardashian Any, sometimes. Yeah. I've, I've seen you watch uh, a lot of like the shows that we mentioned in the past already in, in these uh, past episodes, uh, like The Watcher, yeah. um, Manifest, those kind of shows. But also, too, like we've been into Ghosts, the, the, the CBS uh, TV show. And that's been great. And I really, I really recommend that show to anybody because I am hooked like a like a fish. He's on the obsessed. Line. Like, but basically anything with a little bit of humor always helps to like cleanse the palate. Before there are those cases that shake you to your core, mm-hmm. and I have had somewhere. You know, I spend a week researching and I rabbit hole down, and then I feel so empathetic to the family or to the victim or the story that it's hard for me to jump into researching the next case. So that really does help me keep me like level. Yeah. And like for me personally, like sports, sports is my exit. Um, Keeping myself busy with work. uh, That's how I kind of detach away from podcasting. But more than anything, it it was baseball, baseball. And uh, honestly, just spending time with the kids, especially with soccer right now. So next question. Uh, Oh, it's a good one. Will we cover cases around the U.S. slash world? And the answer is yes. Eventually, we will be discussing cases uh, from around the U.S. and around the world. And the other reason why we do this is because there is a lot of true kind podcasters out there that they already discover a lot of these cases that you may hear about, like the Jeffrey Dahmer, the Zodiac Killer, uh, you know, Charles Manson. I mean, and there's... There's hundreds to name, but we focus more on the local aspect of it. That's what we also love doing the whole 
SBS Small Business Spotlight. And a lot of listeners to say to us that that's their favorite part, you know? Yeah. And we love putting small businesses here in San Diego, like on the map, like already 12, 14 episodes in, we've already seen a handful of amazing small businesses out there. And they all have reached out to us and like, Hey, thank you so much for, for sharing us on, on your podcast. Like I, we love that you guys enjoy your experience. Like, and like, what was it? Empanadas, the uh, Mama Cats, the breweries. Goblin uh, Emporium. Goblin Emporium, these shops. Ola mm, Swim. Cakes, Ola Swim, yeah. Black Plague Brewery. I mean, we can keep going on. And the, and we're going to keep going on and keep sharing these small businesses. And if you guys have anything for us to check out, please go ahead. DM us, message us, reach out to us. and I we do have a out. list that I'm building on because we have gotten suggestions. And we just need to kind of map it out to where we're in those areas on those weekends. But we do have a list of places that we do want to hit. But please send me more. I would love to add them and eventually go check them out. And then on the same note of cases we're going to cover, the one question that I think we get the most is, are we going to talk about Maya Milliet? Mm hmm. Yeah. Every time we say true crime podcast in San Diego, that's like the first question. And, and we will. <laughs> and what's what's the response you give them? The reason I we don't want to get into it yet is because the trial is going to start in January and I would love to do a day-by-day trial update. I did the same with the Johnny Depp case, which was not criminal, but it was still very fun. Of- yeah, well, it was very pop culture, very social media influence. And that's how we're kind of waiting for this one to play out. And So we will cover yeah. it right before the trial starts and then we will be doing daily updates on the court, whether it's televised or based off news coverage. Uh, we do want to be very careful with what we share and what we say, but I would love to wait till we're closer to the beginning of the new year so that it stays current with that whole um, kind of segment. Yeah, no, definitely. So, yeah. Uh, next question. Work-life balance. So that's a good one. How how can we fit in uh, researching, podcasting episodes? Well, it's very tough. And, you know, typically what we've done in the past is by the time it hits Friday, Saturday, we already have our case that we are going to discuss. Our research, our notes ready to we go have, and just recording. Yeah. And going into most of the time into Sunday, we spend our Sundays recording and uh, we drop our episode on Mondays. I think I can honestly say for this one, I have no idea how we do it. There's <laughs> no rhyme or reason. It's just we do it because we're committed and we want this so bad that we make it work and we make the time. and. I mean, there's definitely been sleep sacrificed yeah. in our lives since we yeah. started. Oh, especially the, the the first episode. Like we we were so nervous with the first one. And there's been two a.m. nights more than I care to like confess <laughs> yeah. to, but it's worth it. It's it worth is. it when we put a new episode out. It's worth it when we see small businesses supported. It's worth it when we get feedback from listeners. So I would do it ten times over. There's another one right here. Um, how do we come up with the catchy? episode titles uh, <laughs> another one i don't have the answer to no, no honestly that one we brainstorm that one, that one we, we brainstorm a little bit we go with what's what's in the episode and uh we just kind of just go with like stuff that's a little catchy you yeah. know we try to find things that relate to the core message that's in that story yeah like one of my favorite ones that you came up with was 
tough pill to swallow. That was all. Oh, you. that one I was very proud of. That one I was like, I I, I mentioned something, and then you're like, "How about tough pill to swallow?" And I'm like, oh, my jaw just dropped. I was like, "That's it." We that's- bounce titles off each other for like easy thirty to an hour before we land on something we like. <laughs> Really My is. favorite title has probably been What's Cooking on Dittmar Street. Yeah, that one's a really good one. That because, one, that was... Uh, Courtney and Curtis, they they were out uh, having a date night with a with their uh, married couple. And they're all like, oh, you guys are doing a podcast. It's like, you guys should check this one out. And I'm like... Oh. But when Adrian gave me that title, I was like, that's gold. Let's <laughs> use it. Yeah. So. All right. So what is your favorite part of doing a podcast? My favorite part is the actual research and finding out like these, we like to call it pretzels for like these twists and turns, like say for uh, the Whaley house episode, you know, whales of the Whaley, how we found out that the house was actually built on the land of the gallows pretzel. Like, or how he knew Horton. Yeah. Horton. Spoiler alert. Sorry guys. And if you uh, haven't heard them, go back and check them out. It's totally worth getting there. All these really awesome details. Like, wow, it's it's, it's so cool. I think my favorite part, I do love research. But I think my favorite part of it is connecting with the small businesses Mm -hmm. that we're checking out as we're trying to, or connecting with people as we're learning the cases. Yeah. Like, I I love how we, we went to go do the Whaley episode. We went to go do the tour and we connected with the staff there. And it, for one, I, it made us, it made us feel like really like validated. We're like, like oh my legit. gosh, we're, we're legit. We're professionals. Like, this is awesome. We're getting it straight from the source. Like, you know, and it, 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 it made me really, really happy that we did it. It was really cool that we did that. I love that part. All right. Next question is what case started it all? Well, this is all you right here. <laughs> Honestly. You're the one that were like, hey, like, check this video. I I completely forgot what it was, but I know it was a local case that you made me check out. Yes. And you're like, hey, do you know where, like, Rancho Bernardo, like, Olivia Hand We won't is? give too much because eventually I do want to cover this case here. Yeah. And- but there, I listen to true crime podcasts when I work because my job allows me to. And we would come home and go on afternoon walks and I would retell Adrian whichever story stuck out the most or cases that stuck out the most. And after a while, the idea just kind of came of like, why don't we do a podcast? Like, not like something about location really hits home. No pun intended. That really like makes it real. Something about knowing that it's not in another state or another city or another country, but knowing that it's on the streets that you drive by and on the areas that you visit, like it, it brings it home and it makes it very eerie. And at the same time, it makes you more alert. Yeah. And that's that's where I think that you got the idea of because I mentioned like, oh, I, I know exactly where they're talking about. It happened here. I drive by this road t- once a week, three times a week because I, that's where I work. And he literally pulled up Google Maps to show me and I was the like, oh, exact you see, location. You see this right here? That's exactly where it happened. Yeah. And I think that's where it, the idea stuck in your head. And you're like, and you came up to me and you said, how would you feel about doing our own podcast? But as far as like my internal crime junkie, I think it started with the Danielle Van Damme case, which I also plan to cover. Yeah, that's a big one. Just on a special date. So Mm -hmm. that will be coming soon. (laughs) But that for me was the first one where I realized that danger is out there and it's very real. And 
you know, my mom showed signs of being a little more protective around that time and more nervous and more alert. Yeah. And I think from there on, I started to realize like there's bad guys out there. Like you need to be careful. No. And, and I think once we started kind of brainstorming our ideas of how to stand out from the rest of the crowd, I really enjoyed it that because it was more local and more just community based. And, and it's just, more straight from the heart here locally. And that's what I really loved about it that we were, that we've been able to do. So, but what case for you started like the crime junkie? I, I can remember crime um, fanatic, the crime fanatic. I would, when we were, when we were going down to Mexico and listening to the whole, uh, Gabby Petito uh, cases, yeah. you know, the whole Nancy Grace, like, like, where is Gabby, Gabby <laughs> Petito at, uh, like that. If Nancy Grace hears you, <laughs> oh, I don't know, she'll love it. But that's where everything kind of because I would listen to other podcasts, but I, would, I really wouldn't listen to crime junkie stuff unless you were in the car with me, yeah, or unless we're together. But, uh, next question. Oh, um, updates from previous episode. Uh, yeah, let's start with Dipmar. So, Dipmar, I have my friend from high school, Kevin, who actually worked with uh Fedrick from Dittmar what's cooking on Dittmar and they actually worked at the Home Depot together for a number of years and I'm, I asked him I was like well how was he like and he's like he always smelled like cigarettes that still weirds me out that he like worked with them day <laughs> you know, to day that reminds me of uh Forrest Gump when it's New Year's and they're they're back at the hotel and he's like I'm sorry Lieutenant Dan she smelled like cigarettes it's oh <laughs> like but yeah, like he was just oh, like and creepy, and that, and now it makes sense that he probably got tools from Home Depot to take back home. Ugh, yeah, no, it's weird. Uh, the Abulaban. Um, so Abulaban back in October, a couple weeks, three weeks ago, that's when there was the one year death anniversary of Anna Abulaban and uh, Ray Rayburn Rayburn uh, Baron, and uh, yeah, so they're still working on his trial. Um. I think most of the trials at this point because of the holidays are going to get pushed back to January. Yeah, the same yeah. thing happened with Damien Salinas and with um, Raymond uh, Ray McLeod. McLeod, yeah. So. And then we have had people send in that they have a spouse or significant other that work at Donovan and have seen or worked with Gator, which is so <laughs> weird to me yeah. because I know it's been like forever years, but like. He's still a Donovan for anybody that's wondering. And yeah, like, and it's just crazy to like connect that, like someone that they see on every day was able to commit that kind of crime. Yeah, it's really nuts, right? So uh, that's all the questions we have for you guys today. And I hope uh, you guys, this was really fun. I yeah. enjoyed it. It's been really great. So um, please continue listening to us. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh yeah, tune in for our episode on Monday. Make sure you don't miss it. Please let us know if you guys loved the episode with the kids. Um, if you did, we can definitely keep bringing it back or add some new twists. But we just want to know what you guys thought. So with that being said, in case we don't see you, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.